Booyah, and it's time for the Strike Zone podcast presented by the Game Sports Podcast and powered by 91N91 Network, formerly known as TGEM. More on that in a little bit. I am your host, David McKaig Jr., and this show is hosted by two people, though, not just yours truly. I'm joined by the host of the Strike Zone podcast, the one and the only, ladies and gentlemen, Connor Henderson. Connor, my friend. What's going on? Welcome back. It's been a long time. A long time. It's been too long, Dave. I'm ready to get talking, get going here. Before we get started, let's show some love to our sponsors at Flawless Roofing, Sure Seal Inc., located in Thunder Bay and Sault Ste. Marie. 30 years in the biz. Protect your investment and start from the top, mm. just like you would with a pitcher in the first inning i'm sorry i i don't know we we couldn't think of a good punchline. go see flawless roofing sure seal link for more details and dave with that let's get started on the show today what's up what's the topic i just i just lead off man uh, lead off opposite field double to start off the show right here okay i'm gonna say right now we haven't done a show since june and i want to say quick that you know despite on what show we have here on the game sports show or Strike Zone, or if it's Top Shelf, whatever show that we're talking about, obviously each show has a has a different listener database, okay? Obviously different demographic per show. But obviously the Game Sports Podcast, the Game Sports Show, whatever way you want to look at it, we have a large listening base that's been around since 2016, January 2016. And since January 2016, there's been always frequent uploads all the time. And obviously since... Uh, the winter until now, there has been sporadic uploads, so we apologize to our listeners. There's been a lot going on with the show, a lot with schedules. Uh, there's been uh, obviously a name change with 91N and TGEM. There's been things going on. So obviously, we have this great content all the time. Make sure you check out the 91N and TGEM YouTube channel for video podcasts of the Game Sports Show podcast and all shows that are presented by the Game Sports Show, such as strike zone and also the other individuals that are part of that platform such as bitter rivals you got the average jocks they're great but if you don't want to tune into youtube or you don't want to tune into that platform that's fine but just make sure you tune into the game sports podcast or Game sports show shows okay there's lots going on there's baseball there's hockey there's the podcast special edition there's always lots but i want to make sure i mention that we have had sporadic uploads and it comes to this show where we are only doing the third episode of the season but hey if you're a true strike zone fan you know that Connor and I, between June and August, basically only do shows on holidays and once every month until playoff time. Then when the playoffs happen, we got frequent shows happening in each division series up until the World Series, and then we got a season finale. So, yes, we're going to have more episodes within the next 30 days to 45 days or so than we have for the whole summer, Okay. So I want to make sure you keep it locked here on the Game Sports Show and all the uploads of the Game Sports Show. Now, speaking of which, before we go into the show as well, I want to make sure to remind listeners that we have upcoming shows and previous shows to tune into, of course, such as Gilbert Boulet's special edition upload. That was absolutely fire, that show. Uh, but upcoming shows, we will have a Game Sports Show podcast, the first one in a month. Uh, we will have a show on August the 22nd. Okay, that's a very fragile week for me. As Connor can say, it's a busy week that week, of course, but we have an upload uh, coming there on the 22nd. And for those asking about Top Shelf and In the Pocket, 
Oh, yeah, that's coming back soon. Uh, they'll be back uh, after August the 28th. We'll be uh, doing it in the pocket. Then in September, we'll be top shelf. Okay, so if you're asking about all these housekeeping items, there it is. And there will be a big announcement also on August the 22nd. But no, not on the Game Sports Show podcast. Not on that show with me. It'll be a separate upload uploaded on the 91NTGEM YouTube channel. So make sure you keep your eye out on that. Okay, we're 425 in. Okay, and I had to do a lot of housekeeping items because I've been getting grief, Connor. I have. If it's been at baseball, if it's been with friends, if it's been frequent listeners, uh, obviously some listeners in the Michigan area of saying, when are you doing your next upload? It seems like you've been taking a holiday. And you know what? You're right. Usually in August, that is the game sports show's usual holiday. We take holidays in August. But it's been a weird year for us here on the show and just in general. So bear with us. As we get through these schedule conflicts, I can promise you from September and going forward, we have big things coming and a show schedule lined up for you. Okay, but let's get into Strike Zone. You talked flawless roofing. Yeah, protect your investments right there. See that calendar there, that logo? And I, make sure I can know what day I'm on because I don't know what day I'm on some days. I got my Jays, old retro Jays t-shirt on, and it's got Jose Bautista on the back. And obviously, if you're an audio on the audio platform right now, you can't see. So if you're on video, you get a treat of seeing the Bautista shirt. Okay, but we'll talk about that as the show comes on the agenda. We're going to talk some men's league baseball here a little bit. Yes, that's the Algoma region. We got some beauty of the stories for the Pandas. If you know what that is, trust me, you're going to want to know. Uh, we're going to talk playoff action. We're going to talk a scandal. We got a good cute story from Connor. Yep, I called it a cute story. And then I'm going to give a little bit of love to Jose Bautista as well. And we're all going to try to cram it in. And, well, I borrowed five minutes already. So we're going to try to cram it in in about 15, 20 minutes for you. So let's kick it off, Connor. I want to start with men's league baseball. Okay, you and I were talking off air. You've been a part of this team. Since it launched, okay? Here in Sault Ste. Marie, Ontario, for those that are in Sioux, Ontario, close region, if you don't know where you are, if you're from way outside of here and you're like, what's Sioux, Ontario? We're worth the Google because we're a very interesting city. Uh, but the, for Sault Ste. Marie listeners that know, we have a very good baseball league. Slow pitch is really popular here, actually. I would say very, very popular. Uh, but there is a men's open league for hardball. I quit slow pitch so I can stay in this league because I thought my swing would be messed up. Yeah, I'm not competitive. Um, and we've been on a team since 2018. Uh, and it's been called the Game Sports Show Renegades. It's now transitioned to the 91N Pandas. Um, and last year, the 91N Pandas were the champions. And this year, they're looking to repeat. And what are the 91N Pandas? Well, that's the team that yours truly is on, obviously. And Connor is still on in spirit, okay? He has resigned from the team, obviously. We did win without him here last year. It was heartbreaking, and he's not here this year. Uh, but he is still on our roster, and his number is hung up in the rafters, okay, at the new IDA park there for Men's League. Okay, now, they're in the 91N Pandas, and the Men's Open League is in the thick, right inside playoff baseball right now. On this past Sunday, the 91N Pandas defeated a team called the Donuts 12 to nothing uh, to move on to the finals automatically on Thursday. And tonight, the time of this recording, August 15th, the, the final buying game between the Donuts and Hellcats were taking place. Uh, so we do not know actually who the winner is at this time. Maybe I'll know by the end of this recording. Uh, but if you're into St. Marie, get down to IDA Park on Thursday, the 17th at 8.30 p.m. Eastern time to cheer on the Pandas to go back-to-back -back or cheer against us. Trust me, we got players on our team that would love to get booed. I can name three off the top of my head right now, and yes, 
I'm one of those three. Connor, let's talk men's league though quickly before we transition. I just want to get the whole schedule there. What's your thoughts here about the men's league baseball? Let's make it interesting. Let's talk a little bit of beer league baseball here. Okay, you played it. It's entertaining. It's some good baseball. Yeah, it's it's fun to get out there and see people uh, try not to hurt themselves as they're, you know, playing some good old hard-nosed uh, hardball. Um, <laughs> obviously, I'm not in town, so I haven't been able to keep tabs with, with you guys as much as I would have liked to. Um, but it, it's fun to see everybody out there competing uh, and giving it their all. And I'm, you know, cognizant of the fact that um, as soon as I left, you guys started winning championships. So hopefully that trend continues for the sake of you and uh, the rest of the boys back in the Sioux. Uh, man, we, we miss you on the bench. We talk about you, and we also talk about Trudes on the bench a good amount of times. Those were the good times. Yes, winning's fun and everything, but that's not the point. Truthfully, people think that we're competitive. We are, uh, but just having fun is, is honestly what we want to do, and I, I am so happy that I joined that league. So if you're actually looking to play and you're in Sault Ste. Marie or if you're not in the Sioux, just play hardball. Slow Pitch has how many teams, Connor, like here in Sault Ste. Marie? I feel like it's got almost 100. Over, yeah. I don't know if that's a – yeah, teams. there's a lot. And if you've played ball, it's once or twice a week playing hardball. Yeah, it's sometimes the same nights, but you're already there. We never they don't they don't really clash that much. You you can still make games. Give it a try. We want to see more teams enroll. There were before COVID, we we're up to five teams in the in the men's uh, league open. But obviously, COVID has brought that down a little bit. But uh, it's still very good ball players in there. It's competitive, and that's enough love for the men's league baseball here in Sault Ste. Marie. But if you, we want to cheer on that title that's right behind me, and again, if you're on video, you got a treat onto my. That would be my right. I'm just trying to do my basic knowledge of what sides are. Uh, there's the trophy that's being played for on Thursday. And, yes, at the bottom bottom left of that trophy has the 91N engravement. And we're looking to make that blank space right there, say, the 2023 Pandas as well. And, Connor, we might put you as the MVP. Okay. <laughs> Connor, let's talk major leagues. Okay, there's a lot to get into here. Baseball season's hot right now. There's 40 to 45 games left, depending on what team you're cheering for. I think 45 is actually a little bit uh, kind of over the line, actually. I think 42, 43 is the max. Uh, but we're at the thick thin right now where things are going to time. Time's going to fly by. Games are critical. All right. And, yes, we'll talk about the Jays in a little bit. But there's other teams that are hot. There's other teams that are battling. There's other teams that are surprised. Giving you the floor here with this segment on uh, – where, 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 what are we looking at here for the playoff picture? Who's your surprise? What, what, do we, what are we here to expect for the next 40 to 42 games? Well, there's two things that I'd like to touch on. First, if you look at the AL East, um, obviously it goes Orioles, Rays, Blue Jays, Red Sox, Yankees. In most other years, you could take that division and flip it upside down, and it would make more sense than the way it looks right now. But... It's great to see those smaller market teams like Baltimore and the Rays show that, you know, just because you don't have the biggest payroll in the league, you can still be quite competitive if you build a team properly. Uh, the second um, division that catches my eye is the AL West, where you have the Texas Rangers in the lead, followed closely behind by the Houston Astros. And the fun story there is each of them have just uh, executed trades at the trade deadline for two former Tigers stud pitchers, Texas Rangers acquiring Max Scherzer, and the Houston Astros recouping 
Justin Verlander to bolster their runs at the playoffs. That's a fun little competitive division. If uh, I had to choose one, I'd keep my eyes out on that. Now, what about the Angels? You bring up the Angels, and this talk is Shohei Otani, and the, the way I look at it, he's got Mike Trout and Shohei. It's like owning two Lamborghinis and you live in a shack. Uh, that's that's rundown. Uh, and I'm sorry to chirp the Angels with that. Maybe that's really rude. I I don't really I don't know. I don't care to be honest. I speaking full disclosure on that, and I really think that the Angels were foolish at the deadline. I know we don't really want to dock too much deadline because it was a couple weeks back, but they bought at the deadline. And this may be the other sport in me, Connor, but the, and I'm not mentioning that other sports name. I said that I'm not going to do it, uh, but I believe in asset management. And I believe, I know there's going to be a lot of fans of other sports. Like, okay, that doesn't work in baseball. It's different. I disagree. I don't think Shohei's re-signing with the Angels, Connor. I really don't think he is. I really, if he does, I'd be surprised. Do I think he's going to Toronto? No. Does Toronto have a chance? I think they would. I'm sorry. I think because of the city and the diversity in the city, I think he'd be interested in that. I really think he would be, but no. Um, California is going to be calling, right? Uh, you're going to have LA, the Giants. Like I mean the Dodgers, not the Angels. You have the Dodgers, the Giants, the Yankees might come calling because you know their wallets are deep as the Marianas Trench. Uh, so like I, I really feel – that the Angels buying what they did at the deadline. They did make some moves to bring in players. They're fourth in that division. They're they're 12 and a half back of the division. The wild card, they're not close whatsoever. Uh, they're basically the same distance to a degree. They're not they're not making it to the playoffs. They should have traded Otani. How do you make that trade? I don't know. I, I It's almost like trading a Carter McDavid. It's almost like trading a LeBron James in his prime. You know, like those are the examples that you would use. But asset management, imagine the assets they could have brought in to really recoup some of that prospect system and move some of the people out and kind of reset. But the Angels didn't want to face that, Connor, and that was a stupid decision. I think it was a spicy decision, yeah. It makes me wonder if that was more of a show to Shohei and his camp that they're looking to be competitive um, now. So, by going out and getting Lucas Giolito, who's a you know a 29 year old in his prime stud, he's got the stuff to be a frontline starter. Um, maybe you're signaling um, at the start of next year we'll we'll make a run for it. I, I guess that's the most charitable way to look at that trade deadline. Um, as for Shohei's value, um, yeah, if we're if we're on be a GM mode or if if you had the you know your hands on the wheel. Uh, it probably does make sense to move them because, yeah. I mean, you're you're fourth in your division. Um, I mean, you're praying for a wild card spot and then um, trying to take it from there. But you know, the fact that they went for it, I appreciate that they're at least trying to make the effort. Yeah. Uh, let's you know hope that that there's more to it than than just that, though. Let me give you a little hint. I talked about this on a previous uh, separate show. Let me start a rumor. I know we've talked Giants. I know we've talked Dodgers, maybe the Angels, the Yankees. I threw the Jays out there because just fun. Mariners. He has a vacation home in Seattle. Just saying, Shohei in Seattle. Don't want to say it. It pains me. Pains me. Same division, too, as the Angels. That would be hilarious. And I'm a Jays fan. It would suck to see because Seattle's got Julio. 
God, he's he's a stud too, eh? Like the guy's a stud, Julio. But back in okay, but he, they, the, the I'm gonna start the rumor right now. Shohei to Seattle. That's my prediction. Let's talk NL though, Connor. Quickly, the NL is a little. I like. I, I'm a little bit interested in the NL Central. I, I I'm the Brewers, Cubs, Reds. Dela Cruz is thinks he's faster than Usain Bolt. Okay, all the power to you. Uh, but you know, the Cardinals is another team that didn't get too busy in the trade deadline in terms of, yeah, Hicks and DeYoung were gone, but there's some bigger names that weren't moved from that team and you know which one I'm saying. He plays third base and he's a legend uh, already and he's still at a prime of his career, probably the best third baseman in baseball, if not the best. Uh, then you got the NL West and the Dodgers are running away with it right now, right, as expected. And the my the, my... My little guilty pleasure team, the Padres. <laughs> it is so disappointing. Every year for four years, I've been saying this team's going to do it. You know, they, they're going to make the playoffs. They're going to make a run. Oh, my. They're not making no playoffs. Uh, you know, pack it in. You know, just, just play the minor league guys the rest of the year. It almost seems like from this point. But the NL is interesting, Connor. Yeah. I, I mean, it typically is, especially the, the NL West. I've always had a lot of fun with that division. Mm-hmm. Um, but this year, as most years uh, roll around, you've got the Braves and the Dodgers as kind of like the two like big dogs in, in that division. Yeah. Um, I mean, you can almost never count out the Dodgers and the Braves have just like top to bottom made their team both on the front end uh, and, and their whole development system on the back end just completely, uh, um, you know, it flows. It just flows the way that they've been able to develop their their system and, and that use their assets, uh, as you would put it. It's so good, man. That team. It's good. The Mets are a disappointment this year. You know, fans aren't happy. There's been a lot of interesting storylines this year. But quickly before we go to the next topic, because I don't want to use too much of the extra time that we usually break. Uh, but the Blue Jays, they're in a tough division. All right. Obviously, there's pretty tough divisions, but I think the Orioles have been. Probably the most exciting team to watch in baseball. You know, you got Gunnar Henderson. Is that your cousin by chance, Connor? Uh, I, I wish. <laughs> uh, you, you got a very exciting team there, right? And they bring in – I like the Jack Flaherty bring in at the deadline. I think that's good. Like, I know I was just chirping the Cardinals. I'm not making moves. They did. I just surprised they didn't move one. But back to my point, the Orioles are exciting to watch. They're, I watched them play against the Jays on TV, not live, but – the only reason why Jays won one game in that series was because a pitcher went in from the Orioles and hit batters and walked batters and had one bad inning. The rest of that series, the Orioles owned it. Like, it's, it's scary to think that this, this team might be the team that can come out of the AL this year. I'm serious. This could like if I'm looking at other teams, Texas is good. Obviously, Tampa, Toronto. I think Toronto, like that, the AL East, whoever you play is going to be tough. But the Orioles are looking good. They're exciting to watch, um, and I'm sure you agree, Connor. They're 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 good this year. Wait till they're more guys. They got more guys. Jackson Holiday. They got Colton Cowser, I believe. Uh, Stores. They got um, Kirst, uh, Heston uh, Kirsted as well in the minors. Oh, like this team is going to be sick. This team will win a World Series in the next five years. If not two, if if they keep playing the way that they're doing, yeah, they're they're strong. Um, it's always tough with the smaller markets because they kind of have to load up. It's hard to be sustainably good year after year. But yeah. I mean, this this year is as as good as any for them to just let it ride. 
Now, what I'll say quickly about the Jays, I feel like their their record against their own division is their problem. Against the rest of the league, they're hot. They they they're well over forty wins, under twenty five losses against the the uh, the rest of the league. But in their own division, they're well under five hundred. Like they're they're not even flirting with forty percent against their own division, and that. Even if you're, even if the Jays are flirting with 50 or 60 percent success rate in their own division, they they would be in first in their division right now, but they're they're not. They're not winning the important games. They had a, they didn't win for the first seven games against the Red Sox. They they love playing at Fenway though. They've had trouble against Tampa. They've had trouble against Baltimore. The Yankees have been pretty even. It's just been a disaster for their own division. And for fans asking me about the feedback with the Jays, very simple. Their bullpen has has come miles every year on the show. I'm chirping their bullpen every year. I'm saying that that's their problem every year that that's the issue. And Mark Shapiro, you know, went out at the deadline and, you know, he brought in, brought back on Jin Ryu. Manoa's been disappearing all year, uh, but their bullpen has been very intriguing. You know, Swanson Romano came back tonight and obviously had the save against uh, the Phillies tonight, but you also have Jordan Hicks. You bring in some, you, and Tim Mays has been a pleasant surprise. Trevor Richards has been a surprise. Kikuchi's I had, had a, a re, like he's been the best player since the All-Star break, the best pitcher. It's wild. So that's not the issue. It's just some of the offense is struggling and not bowing the lineup. You need to be healthy. And the Jays' problem, I really don't have an answer, Connor. I don't know if you do, but I just feel like the pitchers that they're pitching against or playing against have or know how to pitch against these Blue Jay hitters. They just know what to do to them because Vladdy's not the same guy. He isn't. Bo is good. Bo has been pretty cons- has been consistent. George had a very big 0 for 36 rough spell. I just feel like the offense hasn't lived up to the expectations. I don't know if you agree, though. No, I, I would. And in that division, you have to play at the top of your game if you're going to be competitive. It's It's too deep of a field. Yeah. If you're not winning interdivisional games, then it's really hard. If you're if you're not taking wins away from the teams that you're directly fighting in a standing spot for, then it's really tough to make up any solid ground on those teams that are ahead of you in the standings. Hundred percent. Okay, let's let's get to the other topics here. Uh, I'll tra- we'll transition to your cute story. Uh, I want I want you to have the floor for your uh, for your cute story. We'll call it uh, and. Then after, of course, we'll start getting into a scandal that we like to talk about on each show. Okay, so I'll just I'll make this brief. Um, we're going to send some love over to the broadcast booth in Detroit. Recently passed away was a legendary uh, radio broadcaster, one of the heart and soul of the Tigers uh, broadcast, Jim Price, uh, who had been doing the radio shows with them for decades now. He was a former player, a former catcher, uh, for the Tigers, and he was notorious for having funny quotes. Um, whenever the umpire would give the Tigers a call, he'd always slip in a good call, like on the yeah. broadcast, shamelessly biased in favor of the Tigers, a great uh, and and warm uh, soul on the mic. And uh, he passed away. My dad and I used to listen to him all the time uh, with his co-host, Dan Dickerson. Um, when I was growing up traveling through Michigan for all sorts of our baseball trips, they'd always be playing, whether it's a you know, 7 p.m. weekday game or uh, 1 o'clock on a, on a Sunday. Uh, you could listen to Dan Dickerson and Jim Price uh, talking about the Tigers, and it's sad to see uh, Jim Price go. Um, I texted my dad uh, the night I found out about the news, and uh, we, we kind of spoke about it recently. It's, it's sad when you get to the 
the point where you're seeing some of those people that you look up to pass away. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a little bit of love to, to Jim Price and the Detroit Tigers radio broadcast. See, now when you think of sports, Connor, and you're obviously we're avid sports individuals and yeah, players, teams have our passion, but you also remember those commentators. You remember the announcers. You remember the people that made that experience while you're watching the game, listening to the game, whatever it may be, uh, memorable. And, you know, I know Scott Nason, the, the late Scott Nason, and also Butch Davis, members of uh, the Gain Sports Show family. As of, of course, everybody that knows the show would know that. I've, they've talked about them as well. Detroit fans, right? Detroit uh, faithful. They do you love your sports in Detroit? My goodness. Uh, and memories, it's it's in your sports is what I'm saying. People that make it enjoyable when you're watching it, how boring would it be to watch it and not have sound or not have somebody talking to you? Look at people right now. You're watching or listening to us, which we appreciate. doesn't matter if it's 10 people, 5 people, 500 people, or 10,000 people. At the end of the day, we're we're here because it's something we're passionate about. And the announcers have their passion and their gift. And they give it to us while watching it. And it's memorable. You know, Joe Bowen, who's a friend of the show. Uh, the uh, James Sabalski is also uh, a friend of the show, believe it or not. And he, spoiler for a future guest on the special edition show. Um, Rod Black, James Duffy, guys that have been behind the bench or behind the, um, the front of the camera, sorry, or behind the microphone. They make that experience just as good as the game is. Yeah, the game gives you that excitement, that Jose Bautista bat flip, the Crosby golden goal or you know hitting that Ka- uh, Kawhi Leonard hitting that hitting that game uh, the shot against the Sixers right it, it's those moments that the announcers are going insane and what led you to have that excitement you're hearing the announcers going and they make the game more fun so hats off to those who provide that entertainment and yeah I'm giving us a hats off because we are in that business but we're not at that level uh, obviously uh, but they the memories that they give are just as much as memorable as the sport and the game that's being played. Call me crazy, but it's true. Uh, lastly, I'll give him a shout out here before we get to our final topic. I want to save the juicy topic for last, even though it's probably going to be a shorter scandal topic. But as I said, Jose Bautista, I'm wearing the shirt today for those who can't watch and are only hearing. It's the retro, uh, the the 08 uh, jersey shirt that I'm wearing, Jose Bautista on the back, my favorite Jay of all time. Yes, I've been watching them since the early, mid-90s, since I can remember. Uh, Carlos Delgado, Vernon Wells, uh, Roy Holiday, you know, there's other guys that are, that are there, but number one for me has always been Jose, especially after his first year there, we started getting success. It really, it really captivated my attention to baseball even more. And one of my favorite moments in sports, the bat flip. Uh, it's it brought so much excitement, and he's he stapled his name, rightfully so. Retired a J, one day contract, level of excellence at the Rogers Center, well deserved. Edwin's name will be there soon as well. I guarantee you, you will see the Ed Wing beside Jose Bautista. Even though they didn't win a World Series, they were a freaking team. That team was unbelievable. 2015, 2016, they were never out of a game. They provided so much entertainment. They just ran into so many hot bullpen arms between the Royals and the Guardians. Well, sorry. Yeah, the Guardians. I'm going to keep it the Guardians. Um, Previously, you know what they were. Uh, Andrew Miller came out of the bullpen one year, and the other years, I can't even remember. They they had five or six guys, Kansas City, that I can't remember top of my head. Um, Kelvin Herrera, Wade Davis, and yeah. Ken, uh, Ken Holland, I think. There it the, is. There's the crew. Greg. Greg Holland? Greg Holland. Greg Holland. Ken Holland is a, is a GM for the Oilers. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, but, but that's <laughs> that. No, but yeah, those were the three. Those were the three. I'm really starting to believe pitching, small ball, and pitching wins you championships. I'm starting to see that a little bit more in my time. I may be wrong, but it's been congrats to Jose Bautista, well deserved. And I think he did it so good with his speech. He recorded a video instead of talking. I actually didn't mind that because if you're at the stadium. And you're listening to him talk, and you're sitting in the 500 level. You're not hearing him. <laughs> I'll tell you, especially at the Rogers Center. That videos Tron that they have, that's how many inches wide and long and loud throughout the entirety of the stadium. Everyone got to hear the speech. Everyone got to hear it clearly. Hats off to that. I think that's going to catch on. Connor, last topic. We're 10 minutes over in all facets here. The time and our recording. Not too bad because a lot of housekeeping items and people have been missing us. It's been a month. It's almost been it's been two months since we've had a recording. I think exactly to the day. Uh, we're definitely due. But last topic uh, before we get to a conclusion. We cannot have a show without a scandal. I said for three years we've been doing the show. I think we've had 90% of our shows talk scandals. And there's been so many. And I think this one is the most... Uh, hardest one to talk about because it's got so much legality. It's got, we got to watch what we say in a lot of different ways, but you know what? Uh, just so I don't say the wrong thing, I'm going to let Connor kind of take the floor on giving listeners the scope of something that they probably already know, but obviously Wander Franco got into some hot water um, and some issues. The star shortstop for the Rays is uh, currently suspended. Yeah. Um, thanks. Thanks for throwing the potato my way, Dave. I, I appreciate that. Um, so in, in like no uncertain terms, there's, you know, allegations that are that have surfaced on more than one occasion that um, this individual baseball player uh, was having like inappropriate relations with women who were quite younger than him. Um, and yeah, we cannot do a show without without a scandal. I mean, obviously, like Wander Franco, he's like a star player. Um, that doesn't matter at all in this sort of situation. So um, it, it's very premature right now. I think they're investigating um, by all the reports, checking out like past social media engagement as well. I don't know if there's like a formal, um, you know, confiscation and if they're checking DMs or what, what what's going on here. But uh, you know, long story short, um, we're gonna have to wait and see what happens there. Obviously, it sounds like if the allegations are true, that it would be quite inappropriate, um, if not illegal. Um, but we're gonna have to to wait and see how things develop on that front. So keep posted for another scandal-ridden edition of our show. It seems to be the trend. It's, it seems that's gonna be what we're gonna be known for in the show. And Franco had a comment, and I'll, I'm taking it right from the New York Post. Okay, so. Point the fingers at NewYorkPost.com. They say that I'm in the pub in public with a little girl, that I'm running around with a minor, Franco said in a social media video in Spanish. People don't know what to do with their time. They don't know what they're talking about. That's why I prefer to be on my side and not get involved with anybody. That is his feedback, and apparently there is video. Apparently there is social media messages. Apparently there is this. Apparently there is that. Listen, if it's you don't want to point fingers at someone because it just kind of tarnishes their reputation, right? You don't want to do that at all until you know things are true. Even if it was true, I probably wouldn't sit here and destroy Wander Franco. I would say that you're a sick individual, right? But at the end of the day, that I'm, it's not true, nor is it been proven true sorry or proven false yeah right so we need to sit back as the investigation occurs and for those that are chirping them on media for clicks or just being what they want because you get paid for it so be it we're not going to give you that on the show obviously you're 
innocent to proven guilty. Obviously, it doesn't look good. It doesn't. It doesn't look good at all. And it's if it is true, it's very inappropriate. Uh, but we shouldn't be tarnishing someone's reputation or image because of something that's been alleg- has allegations right now. Um, obviously, the complaints have come forward are serious, and they're from people that are minors, uh, females that are minors. And, and nowadays, Connor, if you've done it on social media, if you've done it, you, you're nothing's deleted. Nothing. You will it will get found by the right organization, um, and there will be more details. I'm sure by the time we do another upload of Strike Zone. Yeah, I agree. I think it's best to just leave it at that. Not really load anything here. Let's wait and let the investigation play out, and then if there's anything more to you know touch on, we can always do that in the future. Hundred percent. Good answer. Well, well said. Now, Connor, it's a politi- politician answer there for you. I love it. I love it. Connor, before I get to the wrap, I want to give you the floor and anything, any final thoughts that you have. I know usually in each segment, I do a final thoughts and I'm hosting. I don't want to do a final thoughts today. People hear my final thoughts enough and they probably mute it at that point. People want to hear your final thoughts. Do you have anything you want to bring forward on the floor that we may have forgotten that I mentioned we'd talk about or that you want to say in general? I, I don't, you know, I think we actually hit everything on the agenda. I'm proud of us. We're back in business. And as you mentioned, the shows are going to ramp up if my final thought is and i don't know if this is like privy or not um but i just want to say a big old congratulations to to dave mckeg jr here um we're getting excited and ready to party soon um (laughs) and celebrate you and uh you know your life and i can't wait to see you soon and i'll be coming back to the zoo to to give you a big old hug oh i can't can't, wait i can't wait for that hug Uh, we may have to do a fun 20 second instagram upload with the the game sports uh show table uh that's been arranged if anyone's wondering what connor's talking about yes i'm getting married not this weekend next weekend and heck it's even my birthday this upcoming monday so next week is going to be a very very fun week for me uh someone uh is marrying me she's the best thing ever happened to me and i'm not gonna get too corny on the show uh because i just can't do that but I will say I'm a lucky guy. And next next weekend, uh, I will be partying with members of the show and close friends and family. So I appreciate that. Um, congratulations, Connor. And that will be uh, next weekend for sure. And we'll have a blast, my friends. Uh, so those asking, okay, when's the next strike zone going to be? Well, let me tell you this. Connor and I, after I'm done my festivities, um, as next week is already ramped up with events, as I just told everybody. And we have a couple recordings. Don't know how I'm going to fit that in, uh, but we're going to make it work. Um, we will not have a strike zone upload until at least after the 28th. Uh, I'm kind of probably gearing us to be another holiday upload, maybe towards Labor Day. Uh, that probably seems like an appropriate upload for our next up episode for strike zone, so keep it locked on that. Uh, for the social media on the TGEM 91N, hyphen, because everything's still going to be announced, Panda's trophy uh, championship run, there will be social media uploads for that. Okay, so keep an eye on the game sports on Instagram, Facebook. Uh, we'll have it all uploaded on there. Update that we received. Apparently, the Donuts and Hellcats are tied 3-3 in the bottom of the sixth. Uh, so, nail by in action in men's league baseball. The 91M Pandas don't know who they're playing yet. At this time of recording, I'll probably know in the next 20 minutes, but I'm not editing that in at all. For one thing I did forget to give a shout-out to is local baseball as well. The... Under-18 teams are going to the OBAs in the next couple weekends. They'll probably have one of the better teams. Connor, I don't know if you want to kind of get some love. I know you got a friend that coaches there, obviously a legend in the suit for baseball, much like yourself. Uh, but if you want to give about 15, 20 seconds, I'll give him that little update there. Yeah, just uh, really excited. The OBAs are just around the corner for the U18 Black Sox. Um, they've got a great group this year, a very experienced 
Athletes coaching staff uh, with coaching legend Mike LaBelle at the helm uh, and a lot of support alongside him. And the team's super deep. They got some great rookies and some experienced vets. This is the best team they've probably had in 15 years. Um, so it'll be exciting to see how they do. And I'm rooting for the best for them. 100%. Love that. Okay, so that has been the Strike Zone podcast, and it's been sponsored by Flawless Roofing. Okay, and like Connor said, protect your investment. You start from the top. You don't want no leakage. You don't want that water damage nonsense. Flawless Roofing for 30 years has got you covered. You got someone who has 30 years in the biz, and they're doing commercial residential rooftops, and they have modern technology. You know that they're the shit. Okay, that's all. I don't know if the sponsor appreciates a swear in their thing. I'm sure I'll get a message if not, but you know what? He knows what he got into by sponsoring us here on the show, but jokes aside, great individual that he is um obviously i won't throw his name out because there's multiple people involved uh but but it's a team effort for flawless roofing but of course 30 years in the biz protect your investment start from the top lots of uploads coming up for the game sports show podcast next week week after keep an eye on the schedule keep an eye out for the special announcement coming out in the next week yes the official announcement of 91n that's what it's going to be if you want a spoiler if you listen to this point of the show you get to hear what the spoiler is uh, for that announcement next week. I want to say thank you to Connor. Thank you to the listeners for taking the time. And Connor, I'll let you say your goodbyes as well. I want to say thank you. It's been a great time. Looking forward to partying next weekend. Yeah, bye, Dave. Uh, be, get ready, all right? I'm coming home. <laughs> I've, I'm, I can't wait. I'm going to walk, run into you with open arms, and we're going to be dressed up nice. Oh, we're going to look sharp. Oh, the place to be on August 26th is at, uh, <clears throat> not saying it out loud, I don't want you to wedding. Don't crash my wedding. You're not invited, you can't come, okay? That's the way it goes. Just kidding, just send me a message. Uh, but nonetheless, the <laughs> Strike Zone podcast presented by The Game Sports Show, powered by 91N, still and formerly known as T-Gem. I'm here to remind you, keep your stick on the ice, swing your bats, catch your touchdowns, drain your threes, and shoot your shots. Booyah. <laughs>